All right. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to a special edition of The Clay Edwards Show. It is Christmas Eve 2022, and it's about 1 p.m. in the afternoon as I record this. So my numbers that I have are current as of right now, but you know like I know, things can change quickly in Jackson. Look, I want to start off by just thanking everybody for such a huge year for the Clay Edwards Show over at 103.9 WYAB, the podcast, to the best that I can tell, is the number one non-sports-related podcast in the state of Mississippi that's based out of Mississippi. Obviously, bigger national shows do better, but our, our, our little independent program here is doing very well in the downloads, so I thank you all for that. Over 200,000 downloads in the last year and a half or so, uh, over 100,000 last year alone. So, again, thank you all very, very much. All right, so I thought what I would do here is put together a top list. It was going to be a top ten list, but I kept thinking of things to add to it. The biggest stories of the year here in central Mississippi. These are in no particular order except the last one, number one, the biggest story of the year in my opinion. And I want to start off with this particular story because I think it's very important and I want to make sure I get it before you all tune out in case you don't watch the whole video. Um, Anthony Fox, JPD detective, Anthony Fox. Uh, well, he's actually a Clinton police officer uh, at, by the time it was all said and done. But at the time, he was JPD. He was out in the streets. He was doing God's work, getting drug dealers, pimps, prostitutes, and other uh, bad people off the streets. He is a victim of a political witch hunt taken apart taken part taken in part by the judge the attorneys and Chakwe Antar Lumumba the mayor of Jackson and the DA George Soros funded Jody Owens uh, a, a known drug user drug dealer uh, died several hours if not a day after an encounter with our good friend Anthony Fox. I'm not going to go into the whole story here. If you're watching this, there's a good chance you're familiar with it already, but I want to make sure it's Christmas time that we are keeping Anthony Fox and his family in the front of your minds and in your prayers as the appeals process works its way through the courts and he's held hostage, unable to bond out while on appeal. What a damn shame. I hope everybody involved with this rots in hell. I want to be on record saying that. All right. So that, that's the number one, in my opinion. But <clears throat> I, I wanted to get it first. That doesn't necessarily affect everybody uh, in the immediate tense. But trust me when I tell you, it affects us all over the long haul. Because if they can arrest one of the top cops and charge him with murder, imagine what they would do to you and me. Just think about that. When y'all are voting for these janky-ass judges in Hines County. These janky-ass politicians. What if it was your family member that's on the other end of a bullet or in the handcuffs being held hostage just for political points so the attorney for the family can sue the city of Jackson's insurance company and they can all get paid? That's all this is about. Money. Follow the money. Anthony, we love you, brother. We're keeping you in our prayers. Your family, we love you too. We're keeping you all in our prayers. Merry Christmas to the Fox family. All right. So, again, these are in no particular order, so I'm just going to kind of start where I stopped with my last one here and work my way backwards. Number 15, Tate Reeves finally growing a pair of balls and standing up to the radical black 
and liberal activists in Jackson who are pretending to be politicians. I think Tate's Katrina moment, Haley, like Haley Barber's Katrina moment, I think Tate's Katrina moment was the Jackson water crisis. I've not been the biggest fan of Tate Reeves. I have been very outspoken against Tate Reeves. But I have to call a spade a spade and give credit where credit is due. Tate Reeves stood up and looked these idiots right in the eye and said, the only crisis you have in Jackson is a crisis of incompetence uh, concerning the Jackson water. So kudos to Tate Reeves. You got Clay Edwards back in your camp. Uh, I still don't forgive you for the COVID nonsense and the lockdowns and, uh, uh, you know, the good workers versus no workers. I can't remember the word I'm looking for here. Essential versus non-essential employees. I thought that was terrible. Closing churches, terrible. Closing schools, terrible. Mask mandates, terrible. Vaccines, terrible. But you did right on this one. So I got to call a spade a spade. Number uh, 14, the Crawfish Bowl Massacre down at the fairgrounds back in the spring. A little young Jacksonian shot a couple people, ended up catching a bullet in the head himself. He is deceased, but that that will go down as the beginning of the end for the fairgrounds and events down there. Mark my word. Uh, no, no matter what they do, I, I support them folks 100%. Andy Gibson and his team down at the fairgrounds, unfortunately, in the people's eyes, it ain't safe. And when people don't feel safe, they don't come. Money likes to feel safe. Money ain't coming back to the fairgrounds like it once did. I think you'll see that in the fair's attendance and everything else. So uh, I think that is a huge story, and that will play out over time as a very big story, and it'll be the one that people remember the downfall of the fairgrounds by. Let's see here. Jackson homicides. As I record this, we're sitting at 132 homicides for 2022 on December 24th at 1.20 p.m. Now, you know, like I know, Democrats don't do days off very well. So if it wasn't for the cold weather, we'd probably already be at 150. But we had an unusual cold snap last month. And we've got, I think it's 17 degrees outside right now. So Democrats don't do cold weather well. And there may be some more homicides, but they will be domestic over the next couple days. You know, people being stuck in the house together, stuff like that. They ain't out in the front yard uh, playing cards and dominoes and all that. So we'll see. We'll see. But right now we're at 132, which makes it the second deadliest history in the city of Jackson. Second deadliest year in the history of Jackson. Uh, last year, 2021, with 153 being the deadliest. 2020 being the second deadliest or third deadliest with, I think, 123 homicides. But we had never hit 100 before prior to 2020. And we have now done it three years in a row. I really thought we had a chance to get to 200 this year. But thankfully, to Capitol Police doing their thing, we did not get there. And uh, with that said, uh, Capitol Police saving Jackson. I think that is another huge story here. I've actually got it marked down in my book here a little higher, but we'll talk about it now. I think them coming in and doing what they're doing in downtown Jackson, Fondra and Bellhaven, that area is a huge part in why homicides are down, which is hard to hang your hat on 132 homicides. But as of right now, it's 21 less than last year, but they still got a week and don't underestimate a Jacktown Democrat to, uh, to try to break a record. They will take it amongst themselves to try to break a record, but kudos to Capitol Police and all my friends down there, Commissioner Sean Tindall, Chief Bo Lucky, Sim Shanks, and all the hashtag jump out boys doing their thing. You know I got your back. You know I support you 110% here at the Clay Edwards Show in Save Jackson. 
All right, man, another huge story. I got a December 12 on my list. The Barbie Bassett Grandmammy drama. Boy, y'all really got in y'all's feelings about that. You're supposed to be celebrating the biggest weekend in the history of Jackson, college game day, coming to JSU. But nope, you got to take your fake racisms and get all upset. Uh, and uh, thankfully, good leadership at WLBT, which I, I, did a, I did a video running Ted Fortberry into the ground because I thought he was going to fold. I didn't like his video that he did about it, and I still don't. But he stood in the face of fire, and he kept Barbie Bassett around, and I thought that was the right move, and that is true leadership, and I extend him my hand in that. So Barbie Bassett, that was a huge story. All right, man, this is one that still to this day just frankly does not interest me. But it was a big story to you all, so I want to mention it. At number 11, the 10th welfare schedule, the Temporary Assistance for Needy Families, the Brett Favre, Nancy Drew, New, uh, Phil Bryant drama. Uh, I'm not going to get into all that right here. MississippiToday.org, Anna Wolf over there did a great job breaking all that down. Uh, she tied our, our very own Super Talk news into it and showed how they played a huge part in it. Very interesting story. It's going to be interesting to watch that play out. Will Shad White hold Phil Bryant accountable like he has Brett Favre? What will come of all that? Will they find that Phil had any wrongdoing? Will Brett Favre get criminal charges pressed against him? It's going to be an interesting year to see this play out. So we'll be watching that. But frankly, the state, I think taxation is theft. The state stole the money from us. I frankly don't give a damn who stole it from the state. It's like robbing a drug dealer as far as I'm concerned. I don't care. Let's see. Number 10, medical marijuana finally becoming a reality in Mississippi. I think that's a huge story. Uh, this, our our, our quote-unquote leadership tried all they could to screw that up down at the Capitol uh, no thing in, in, in no short part of, or in, it played no small part in it, I guess you could say, was Mary Hawkins Butler, the mayor up there in Madison. So she's done a lot of good, but I think she was 100% wrong on this. But finally, the state got it right, as right as they were going to anyway. I still don't like all the restrictions they put on it. I don't smoke pot. I don't partake. But I 100% support those who do and the medical benefits of all of it. Do I support... Um, adult use, recreational use, whatever you want to call it. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, at the end of the day, I, I guess I do. But this is where I will kind of circle back and say I sort of do agree with Mary Hawkins Butler. The individual incorporated cities should have to say so if they want that in their town or not. Will, that, will my mind change on that? Probably so because I'm pro-liquor. I'm pro-having a liquor store everywhere. Honestly, I don't care. Uh, we're adults. You can put a strip club on Highway 80. Do I want it here? No. But do I support uh, business owners and capitalistic rights to put it there? Yes. Again, I don't want it there. But I support your right to put it there. And if you don't like them, don't go to them. Same with liquor stores. Same with pot shops. Same with anything that you don't agree with. If you don't like it, don't go. All right. Let's see here. Number nine. How about the German Shepherd that was randomly walking around Jackson with an arm in its uh, with an arm in its mouth? A German Shepherd just randomly walking around Jackson with an arm in its mouth, and everybody said, "Well, Clay, 
that is uh, not here. That did not happen here. Bro, we had video of it. The guy in the video filming it was saying, right here, only in South Jackson. You all called me a liar. And, uh, again, I was proven right as the body was later found decomposing and chopped up and decapitated. Right there in, you guessed it, South Jackson, our own little Bangladesh, right here in central Mississippi. So that was a wild story. Let's not bury the lead there. A German shepherd was walking around South Jackson with a human arm in its mouth. And ironically, it was a white guy. So I got some questions. We need to know more about this fellow. All right, number eight, my former co-host, the guy that kind of got me started. Uh, he didn't start to save Jackson with me by no means, but he did kind of pluck me out and give me a spot on his radio show and did some podcasts with me and brought, brought a lot of attention to me that I otherwise would not have had. And I will always give him credit for that regardless of uh, the things that he has done or him turning his back on me. And that is Napoleon Edwards, a.k.a. the Cypher Voice. Uh, he has been arrested for allegedly killing Robert Davis, a community activist, over, uh, over a piece of ass. You know, it was over female, allegedly. If you believe everything, the, uh, and the, the evidence is pretty strong against him, but innocent until proven guilty. Uh, Napoleon Edwards, a cipher voice, one of the biggest, had one of the biggest platforms in independent media in central Mississippi and flushed it all down the drain over a piece of ass. All right, number seven. Uh, this, this could be the number one story, honestly, but again, I was just writing them down as I thought about them. I didn't do a lot of research for this. These are just the stories that came to the, my mind and I wrote down and felt like talking about it. I'll probably think of 10 more and do another list later. But how about uh, Mississippi State head coach Mike Leach passing away? Extremely sad situation there. I'm a big Mississippi State fan, have been for a long time. My interest in uh, sports has waned a little um, since the Black Lives Matter, COVID year, George Floyd, all the taking the knee crap, all that. I just have not been able to get back fully vested into sports. But I was a huge Mike Leach fan. I love to hire Loved what he's done for Mississippi State and the fact that his last game ever coached was a win against the hated Ole Miss uh, Bulldogs, Ole Miss Rebels. And, uh, but kudos to the Ole Miss fans. They were all very classy. Kudos to Lane Kiffin. He was very classy in uh, all the things that they've said and the olive branches extended since the passing of Mike Leach. Uh, and, as, you know, that was kind of one of my things about why I kind of lost interest in sports so much is during COVID – I, you know, I just didn't have time to argue with my Ole Miss friends and family. It, it, was, it was a lot of unnecessary bitterness and, and yapping and everything else with people that I frankly love in real life. And it was just, uh, I don't have the energy to hate people I'm on the same side with politically. So, uh, again, rest in peace, Mike Leach. Uh, looking forward to seeing what, what uh, Coach Arnett, Zach Arnett, is going to do for the Bulldogs in the upcoming bowl game and moving forward into the next few years. He has officially been named the head coach with a new contract for the next four years. All right, man, uh, Deion Sanders. I, you know, I, may have, I talked about it a little earlier, but Deion Sanders taking – this is number six – taking Jackson State to back-to-back SWAC championships and an undefeated season this year, bringing college game day to Jackson and then saying peace out and heading to Colorado – Strange, strange uh, job in my opinion. Um, but hey, that's a lot of money. And he went from five hundred thousand a year to five million a year. So I'd be Audi five to the doghouse too. Uh, Dion Sanders to Colorado using Jackson State as a stepping stone. Uh, I'm more surprised that people didn't think he would use Jackson State as a stepping stone. 
it's a stepping stone job. And with that said, so are Mississippi State and Ole Miss and Southern Miss. It ain't just Jackson State. It's Mississippi schools in general. At least the SEC schools can pay a coach whatever they want. I mean, they got the money with the SEC network, the TV deals, and all that. They could pay a coach $10 million a year if they needed to. But they ain't got to. It just don't make sense for them to. So, uh, anyway, that's a huge story. Uh, great job, Dion. Is he swack? Is he still swack, folks? I need to know. Is Dion still swack? All right. Number five. This is a huge story over the year. This is a multiple stories rolled into one. The, <clears throat> the, the whole thing about high-speed pursuits and the attention these things are getting here lately is, is odd to me. Uh, you know, I know you had a, we had a couple high-profile police incidents, uh, pursuits that, that ended with innocent people dying. Uh, the mailman in Jackson, for instance, that one coming out of Pearl. And y'all tried to blame the police. Man, it ain't the police's fault that somebody decided to run. You never know why they're running. People are always like, oh, well, you know, he, uh, he had an expired tag. He, uh, somebody died because he had an expired tag. Or he was speeding and they made somebody die because he was speeding. Bro, rarely does anybody ever actually commit a felony because they're trying to run from a misdemeanor. There's always more to it than that. It's kidnapping, it's drugs, it's guns, it's, it's whatever. They're trying to run because they got felony, they're doing something else that is a felony that's going to see them in prison for a long time. That's why they run. That's why the second those blue lights come on and they hit the gas and not the brakes, it's a reset button. And you get these idiots out here that come to rank in Madison County and they think, oh, if I can just get back to Jackson, hashtag escape to Jackson, to my criminal safe haven where Chakwe and Lumumba and the city council love me and value me. And, uh, but unfortunately for them, the cops in Rankin County and Madison County ain't playing that. They don't care. They can still pursue, and they do, unlike Jackson. You know, Jackson police advertise. They have a no-chase policy. You don't think criminals watch the news? They know y'all ain't going to chase them. That's why that kid, they got killed in the fake game of Russian roulette, ended up getting killed because the prior week, the people that killed him were running from the police in a car of another guy they had just murdered. But because the police choose not to pursue they were out another week and managed to kill this 12-year-old kid. Absolutely, absolutely disgusting. But uh, so police pursuits, that comes in at a, it uh, looks like number five here on my list, could also be number one. Any of these stories could frankly be number one. And uh, the mail, the mailman getting killed in Jackson, that's a sad, sad deal there. But that guy, the guy that ran from the police, he killed the mailman. His car hit the mailman, not the Pearl Police's. All right, number four. The Jackson garbage crisis. Well, this don't take a this don't take a rocket scientist to figure out. Good job, Chalkway. You found the one thing in the city that wasn't fucked up, and you found a way to fuck it up with uh, the Richards disposal versus waste management versus the city council nonsense. Uh, I ain't gonna go into great detail on it. I don't have to. He fucked up the garbage. Clearly, I, I would I, I would love for the money to be found because you don't you don't look as bad as he looked in that deal for there not to have been some money going under the table somewhere, somehow. I, I, I want it. Shad White, I am looking at you. You need to figure this out. All right, uh, number three is Capitol Police kicking ass and pissing off all the wrong people, or all the right people, should I say, like the Reverend Pickett, the pastor pimp, the pimp at the pulpit. 
and Chakwe Lumumba and all them folks and Kenneth Stokes. Anytime you're pissing them off, I, you're on the right side of history because they ain't never on the right side of history. So uh, I know I already talked about the Capitol Police, and I told you I had them a little higher on the list. Hashtag jump out, boys. Shout out to Commissioner Tyndall, to Chief Bo Lucky, to my buddy Sim Shanks, and all the jump out boys and flex unit guys and all of them over there. I don't like naming all their names as far as the guys on the streets. There are, there are some uh, safety concerns there. So if I didn't name your name, it ain't because I didn't want to. I'm looking out for your safety. All right. This was a huge story to me. I got this as number two on my list. This was the Mississippi Highway Patrol trooper incident down in Macomb where the video surfaced of him uh, assaulting a guy in handcuffs and choking a guy out. Well, once the dash cam footage came out, we saw that there was more to the story. Uh, let's see here. Trooper Hayden Falvey had pulled over uh, one of the Lewis brothers. And then what he did was he went on to fuck around and find out. His brother pulls up. He gets involved. The trooper gets them both in the squad. It was a, I would say a squad car, but I think it's like a Tahoe. Gets uh, one Lewis brother, the initial one who was in handcuffs, they got pulled over for rolling down the road, speeding, windows down, bumping his music, and smoking pot simultaneously. Well, I don't know why I got pulled over. Oh, I don't mind my own business. And you know what? It's still against the law, bro. And his brother pulls up and uh, starts filming, and they basically try to attack the uh, trooper. They both end up in jail. One of them's in the front seat faking a seizure and all kind of stuff. Oh, man, we had so much fun dissecting that video. But, uh, yeah, anyway, so the trooper fully cleared. He should be, uh, should be trooper of the year, in my opinion. So that's a huge story there. And then number one, you knew it was last but not least, number one, the Jackson water crisis. Hell, your boy right here, Mr. Clay Edwards, became a internationally recognized journalist throughout this thing. I was on the news in Australia and the U.K. They were on Sky News. And, of course, our platform did huge numbers throughout that whole time. So the Jackson water crisis, the crisis of incompetence, you all know the story. I ain't going to bug you, bother you with the details. Late August, after spending most of the year in a boil water notice, the OB Curtis water treatment facility finally failed, catastrophic failure due to a crisis of incompetence, due to a crisis of Democrat leadership. And Jackson was without water for almost 14 days. The state steps in. With a uh, Tate Reeves does a state of emergency, and I think within ten days, it was 10, ten to fourteen days from the time it went out to the time it got back on, the water system has not failed since. Now it's seventeen degrees outside right now. It's going to get tested. It's going to get tested, but uh, you know it's, it's got proven that the city of Jackson screwed around, refused to properly staff the thing, and they're still screwing around trying to get money to fix it that goes through them, not the state, so it doesn't have the state oversight. They're about to, it looks like our idiots up there in Washington that represent Mississippi and the rest of the country is giving Jackson $600 million. But again, hopefully that has to go through the EPA, a federal oversight, something. Chalkway and company cannot have access to a penny of that money if you want any of this crap fixed. Mark my words on that. All right, man, that is it. That is my top stories of 2022 did i forget anything what do you all think um in closing uh on a, some personal stuff here i it was a great year for me it was a roller coaster ride it's ending on a very high note 
Uh, some things happened that I'd never imagined happening. Uh, so I am a happy person. But I, I think I lost 60 pounds. I'm going through a divorce. The podcast is doing huge. The radio show is doing huge. We're getting ready to expand to two hours every day here in the next uh, little while, I sure hope anyway. And um, it, it's just a, a lot going on. Really, really looking forward to 2023. You know, one of the uh, one of the big personal, let's see, professional, not personal, one of my big professional goals, I'm a huge fan of an artist named Struggle Jennings. I got to sit down and do an hour and a half long interview with Struggle at Hallamow's. We brought the podcast set up, popped it up there, did this interview with Struggle. Really cool. You know, a lot of times you meet these people you look up to or, or like, you know, musically, and they end up being real dickheads. Struggle was A1. A1, you know, and that's Jelly Roll's number two. His main guy there is number one, should I say. And they've done a lot of stuff together. Jelly Roll really, really blew up this year. Struggle had his own number one hit song to uh, Jesus, We Really Need You Now, or God, We Really Need You Now. Massive song for him. Congratulations to him. Congratulations to Jelly Roll and all those folks. Uh, showing that you can you can hit rock bottom as a human being, uh, end up in jail, rehab, lose everything, and through grit and determination, you can get it all back. I've been going through that myself for the last 10 years since I got out of the nightclub business, lost everything, been fighting, scratching, and clawing to get it back bit by bit, piece by piece, day by day. And uh, there's setbacks, and there's, there's what's, it, what's the old saying, two steps forward, one step back, or one step forward, two steps back. It happens all the time. So, look, thank you all for listening to this. Merry Christmas to everybody. Happy New Year. Next week will be kind of a short week. I think we'll be in the studio uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then we'll be off again Friday and Monday, enjoying the new year, spending some time with friends and family, and uh, trying to stay warm out there. But, look, you can follow me online at SaveJXN across all social media platforms or just so type in my name, Clay Edwards or Clay Edwards Show. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening to it at. If you're on Apple, iTunes, please hit the five-star review. Give your boy a good review. Type a few nice words. It really helps uh, kind of game the iTunes uh, algorithm a little bit and help get us in front of more people if you like what we do. Hit the share button. Send this to a friend or family member that you think might appreciate the content. I sure would appreciate it. My name's Clay Edwards. You can find me at clayedwardshow.com or savejxn.com. And you can find me every Monday through Friday morning on 103.9 WYAB-FM in Central Mississippi. Or you can stream it live worldwide every morning at WYAB.com. Stay safe. Stay merry. Stay merry. Stay blessed. And uh, drink enough water so you ain't got too bad of a hangover after spending too much time with your friends and family. Peace.